Cathedral. To our guests visiting but not attending Mass today, we ask you to please be reverential and respectful of the solemnity of this sacred service while you enjoy your visit. For our non-Catholic friends, while the Holy Eucharist is not available to you, you are welcome to ask the priest for a blessing by crossing your arms over your chest. Today is August 13, 2023, the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our celebrant, Father Haggerty, will be offering this Mass for Lawrence Lemke. Please stand. The worship program for this Mass is available for download at www.stpatrickscathedral.org slash live. As we begin this Mass, we invite you to join in singing our entrance hymn, number 776 in the St. Michael hymnal located in the pews. Number 776, the Church's One Foundation. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, of a virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christ eleison, Christ eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie We are. 
was Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, whom, taught by the Holy Spirit, we dare to call our Father, bring, we pray, to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption as your sons and daughters that we may merit to enter into the inheritance which you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. At the mountain of God, Horeb, Elijah came to a cave where he took shelter. Then the Lord said to him, Go outside and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will be passing by. A strong and heavy wind was rending the mountains and crushing rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. When he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak and went and stood at the entrance of the cave. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what the Lord God speaks. He speaks of peace for his people and his faithful. His salvation is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. 
merciful love and faithfulness have met, justice and peace have kissed. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth, and justice look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Also the Lord will bestow his bounty and our earth shall yield its increase. Justice will march before him and guide his steps on the way. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I speak the truth in Christ. I do not lie. My conscience joins with the Holy Spirit in bearing me witness that I have great sorrow and constant anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my own people, my kindred according to the flesh. They are Israelites. There's the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. There's the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is over all, God-blessed forever. Amen. The word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After he had fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and precede him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. 
During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught Peter and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. You know, it's an extraordinary event in the Gospel, but it was also an extraordinary event just before this. And that's alluded to in the first phrase of this gospel. Jesus had just fed a multitude, said 5,000 men beside the women and children. And if you think just a moment, you know, for the apostles, that was a truly exhilarating miracle. It wasn't just being a spectator and Jesus performing a cure on a crippled man or a blind man or even seeing someone raised from the dead. They were spectators to those miracles. In this case, they were participants. They were carrying those baskets of bread and a few fish among the multitudes, baskets that never ended as they were distributing, a constant overflow of that food and feeding those thousands. And the result of that was, yes, they were exhilarated. Their adrenaline was very high at that moment. And then we're told in the gospel, this pattern is so often God's way, and we should pay attention. You know, exhilarated, and then what happens? Jesus made the disciples get into a boat alone, not with him, and precede him to the other side of the lake while he went off into solitude to pray. And what happens right away? This is the late afternoon of that day, maybe the early evening, and a storm begins harassing, buffeting that boat. And it lasted a long time. It's the early evening when it says that that continued into the third, the fourth watch of the night. The fourth watch of the night is between three and six in the morning. That's a long time on that boat, in danger, being swept around by waves, frightened. And Jesus is in prayer. You know, that we should stop a moment there to also hear from the early church. They understood every image in the gospel where the apostles are alone in the boat. 
And Jesus has left them alone in the boat. It's an image of the church in history. And Peter at the helm, yes, the first pope, but the church, which can be swept around facing storms as history goes on, Jesus doesn't forget his church. He was praying. He was very conscious of his men there on that boat, but he delayed. He waited. He waited perhaps even 12 hours before he will then be seen walking on that water. Well, let us pause there too sometimes. We face storms ourselves. Everybody here, we've had some more than others. We've had our difficult times, our trials. Sometimes it's in marriage, sometimes personal life. God often delays, allows us to go through trial and struggle. He's going to come with his rescue. He's conscious of what's happening, but he delays to test us in a way, but also to draw out greater depth in our life, to carve into our inside something that's not just superficial, but really facing God. Then Jesus is walking on the water. Walking on the water, and they, it says they think it's a ghost. They may really think this is an evil presence. They see something, someone walking on that water, and they think it's some evil presence, and they're terrified. Maybe they're going to die at that point. And then they hear the familiar voice of Jesus. And again, a good lesson to listen for the voice of Jesus. Open up the Gospels sometimes and just open them up. Listen for the voice of Jesus Christ. He's our God. And the voice is a great voice there. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. And then you have that response of Peter. If it is you, tell me to come out and walk toward you on this water. Well, that's a bit tentative, that phrase. If it is you, let us be careful ourselves not to be tentative in approaching God. If you can hear my prayer, Lord, let us not be hesitant or tentative or in some manner like throwing something out toward God. That's not the way to pray. That's not a good addressing of our Lord. Not if you are the Son of God. No, he is our God. My Lord and my God, help me in this moment. And when Peter says those words, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water, Jesus says what? Come. Then come. He could have said, no need, Peter. I'll be with you in a moment. You don't have to do that. I'm coming. No, he wanted him to step out of that boat. And it is a very great image there. Let us really pause on that. That's a very great image of spiritual life, to step out of the boat at the invitation of our Lord. It's not a command as much as an invitation. Get out of the boat, meaning out of our security, what we're accustomed to, that we have our own comfort in regard to our spiritual life. I say my little prayers, and I'm okay with God. I go to Mass on Sunday, 
good, I hope so, because it's required, but that's enough for me. Let us step out of the boat also and offer something much greater to our Lord. Step out of that security, those routines, just the ordinary. You know, St. Teresa of Avila, the great reformer of the Carmelites, she has a passage where she says, I think that action of St. Peter, stepping out of that boat and beginning to walk on that water, even though he would falter, that that changed his life. That courage, taking that risk, that recklessness to step out of that boat, that's a sign of someone who is going to become a saint. And then she would say again, those who risk all for God will find they both lose all and gain all. Every greatness in life requires some risk. Why aren't young people getting married sometimes today? They don't want to take that risk sometimes. There's no great life unless we're willing to stretch ourselves out and risk. And then, yes, you could lose, but you will gain. You gain God in a much deeper manner as we offer our life more fully to him. And then, yes, yes, Peter steps out. He perhaps looked down. He's aware of the wind blowing. He took his eyes off of Jesus. He took his eyes off for a moment, and he realizes where he is. He didn't plunge into that water and drown. He began to sink. He began to go down. Well, that will happen to all of us. If we doubt, if we begin to question, if we don't live with the certainties of our faith, if we're not faithful in our practice of the faith, yeah, we will begin to sink. And then what happens? Peter calls out, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately, the word is immediately, our Lord grabs him. He catches him. And they climb together back into that boat. It's a beautiful image. Even in the end of our life, we cry out to our Lord, Lord, remember me, have mercy on me. He will grip you and he will take you over that threshold into eternal life with him. The need for that turning to him again and again, realize it. Our Lord is there always to grip and grasp us in some manner. And then that last moment in that gospel, the wind immediately calms down. Once Jesus is back in that boat, everything calm everything calm, and we're told they worshiped him. Let us not forget that. We come to mass, we come into a church to worship our God, not just to go through ritual or listen to the music or see what's going on. We come to worship. And striking the silence of that moment is like that silence with Elijah. God was not in the crushing wind. He wasn't in the earthquake. He wasn't in the fire. The real translation is he was in the sound of sheer silence. God was there in the sheer silence. Let us look for that in this Mass. 
When you receive communion, there might be music going on. Try to be aware of the sheer silence in your heart and soul. This is the same God that walked on that water, that grasped Peter in that moment. That God is in your heart and soul as you receive him in communion. Let this Mass, you know, any Mass, let it be a moment of encounter in a very real way with this Lord and God. Let us stand now and make our profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with his scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray now for the needs of the church and for the world. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those serving in public office, that they govern with wisdom and integrity, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For refugees and migrants and all displaced persons, that their human dignity may be respected in all circumstances, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of the eternal life, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We make all our prayers asking the intercession of the Virgin Mary and of St. Joseph, and we pray for all things in the name of our Lord and God, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, number 823 in the hymnal, We Walk by Faith.
My sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be pleased, O Lord, to accept the offerings of your church, for in your mercy you have given them to be offered, and by your power you transform them into the mystery of our salvation through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, 
which will be given up for you. similar way when supper was ended he took the chalice and once more giving thanks he gave it to his disciples saying take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 784 in the hymnal, The King of Love. Oh. 
invite you to turn then to Amen. hymn number 408 Catholic? in the same Catholic. hymnal, number 408, Humbly We Adore Thee. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Share this mystery. 
Let us pray. May the communion in your sacrament that we have consumed save us, O Lord, and confirm us in the light of your truth through Christ our Lord. Amen. And not to forget, our Tuesday is the Solemnity of the Assumption of Mary, which is a holy day of obligation for Catholics. So there'll be Monday vigil masses for that, and then a full schedule of masses here and in other churches on Tuesday, but again, that's a holy day of obligation. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks, Thanks be to God. And have a good Sunday, a good week, everyone. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 520 in the hymnal, Faith of Our Fathers. Oh.